0: Welcome to Coaching for Creatives with Kirsten. My name is Kirsten Kahl. I'm a therapist-trained life coach and a children's book author. Together, we'll get the drama out of our lives and onto the page. Let's get started. You are listening to part four of the Get Yourself Unstuck series, Impossible Dreams. Let's talk about dreams. What is a dream? Is it your heart's desire? Is it pretend? I think it's very interesting that we have dreams at night that our subconscious creates to process the day or entertain us. And we also have waking dreams, the things we consciously think about, the things we want most in life. What is the difference between a dream we have when we're sleeping and a dream we have when we're awake? One of my favorite recurring dreams is of me flying. I've been having this dream since I was a kid. I love the feel of the wind in my hair feeling wild and free in the sky, I want you to think about your favorite dream, the one you remember long after you've awakened. What happens in that dream? Now think about your dreams and desires in your awake life. What do you want in your life? What seems impossible? How is your sleeping dream the same or different from your waking dream? What are your impossible dreams for your life? We all have both types of dreams, the conscious and subconscious dreams that seem impossible. I remember as a kid dreaming of becoming a ballerina, there really was never any hope for this. I'm extremely clumsy, (laughs) but what if our impossible dreams are possible? What if we can have everything our hearts desire? If you could have anything you wanted, what would you want? How do you want to feel in 10 years? Where do you want to be in 10 years? Who do you want to be with? Where do you want to live? What will you be doing with your time? Your relationship with your future self is more important than anything else. So when I'm exercising or doing something else I don't feel like doing in the moment, I always say, future self, you better appreciate this. (laughs) 10 years from now, your future self is going to be so excited about what you're doing right now. Now that you've been thinking about what you want in 10 years. I want you to write down 10 things that you want in 10 years. And I want you to write them in present tense as if they have already happened. I actually learned this from Rachel Hollis. It's a phenomenal idea that has really helped me in the last few years. So for example, on my list, I have I'm an exceptional mom and wife. So this is aspirational, right? This doesn't mean that I've already achieved this goal. But this is what I want. I want to be an exceptional mom and wife. So I'm going to put in the present tense. I have another one of my 10 things is I'm a New York Times bestselling author. Remember, this is supposed to be an impossible dream, anything that you dream of happening. So in 10 years, I'm a New York Times bestselling author. Another thing that I have on my list is I get book contracts every year. So what I do is I write down my 10 things in my journal every day as if they have already happened. And I first started out by recording it in my phone and listening to myself saying the 10 things over and over again until I had it memorized. And so I'd like you to do that. Write down your 10 things in present tense, record yourself saying those things, listen to it daily until you memorize it, and then write them down every day. And then here's the hard part, and it feels very awkward the first time or second time or third time you do this, but you look yourself in the mirror and you say the things I get book contracts every year. I'm a New York Times bestselling author. And you're going to look at yourself in the mirror and you're going to feel super uncomfortable saying it because you're going to feel like you're lying. But remember, we've talked about how our brains do not know the difference between something that we are imagining and something that is reality. So as we are saying these things in present tense, we start to act like it's already happened and feel like it's already happened and it does happen. For example, I had been writing. I get book contracts every year uh, for several years, and then in 2020, I was writing it down every day, and I had not gotten a book contract yet. And it was December 18th, and publishing had basically shut down already. And I thought, Oh no, I guess I'm not going to get my book contract this year. But I just kept writing it, and on December 23rd, I got the book contract for the big screen with uh, Little Simon with Simon and Schuster. I could not believe it, but. Again, I could because I had been telling myself in the mirror that I get book contracts every year. I had been writing it down. I had been kind of manifesting this reality. So write down 10 things in your life. It doesn't only have to be writing things. It can be things about your family and and your relationships and or, you know, anything that you want, that you dream 10 things in present tense. So the second part of this exercise is extremely powerful. I want you to write a letter from your future self who has already achieved every single one of the 10 things you've written down on your impossible dreams list. What does your future self have to tell you about how you achieved your dreams? What wisdom does your future self have to share with you? You will be surprised by what you already know about how to achieve the success you want in your life. What your future self has to say will help you know how to navigate your life in a way that will lead you to manifest your heart's desires. We know that words are powerful. What we think is powerful. What we do is powerful. We can make things happen by acting and thinking and feeling like it's already happened. But let's talk for a moment about why we don't pursue dreams. What stops us? What keeps us stuck? I think there are two things for sure. The the first one is fear of failure. Fear of failure is the number one reason people don't pursue their dreams, and it's funny because they just choose to fail ahead of time. When we don't try something, we are self-sabotaging. Years ago, my husband and I wanted to be part of a professional choir, and we wanted to audition for it, but we were pretty sure we weren't good enough to make it. I remember our conversation. We both were thinking, maybe we shouldn't even try because we aren't good enough to make this choir. And then I asked my husband, what's the worst thing that can happen? We try out and we don't make it. Then we're exactly where we are right now. So we decided to try out together. We sang Lift Thine Eyes by Mendelssohn as a duet. And we informed the director he could take either both of us or neither of us. (laughs) I remember he was kind of shocked and said, wow, I've never had anyone try out like that before. And we made the choir. I'm pretty sure the director just really needed a bass. And I was lucky enough to be part of the package. But that choir experience was extraordinary. Every week, we'd leave the kids with a babysitter, get a sandwich, and go to two and a half hours of rehearsal. I used to come home, my mind so filled with music that I couldn't sleep. It was an incredible thing I never would have experienced. Had we chosen to fail before we even tried, I'm so grateful we tried out. So that's the first thing, I think, that keeps us from pursuing our dreams, fear of failure. And then the second thing is fear of judgment. We are afraid of what other people will think, and we're also afraid of our own judgment. We're especially afraid of our own thoughts or feelings about ourselves. I was in my late 30s when I finally decided that it didn't matter what other people thought of me. I finally realized that I could be the juiciest, most delicious peach. But if people don't like peaches, I'm not for them. Maybe they like strawberries or apples. Better than peaches. And that's okay. There's something really freeing about letting go of trying to please everyone else and just following your heart's true desires in the best way you know how. Another thing to consider about impossible dreams is why do we follow our dreams? Why do we want our art out in the world? What motivates us? One thing that motivates us is the need to create. All human beings have the need to create. It might be books or art or music. We could have the need to create relationships, a beautiful meal, a program, even a spreadsheet. Our dreams are almost always inextricably connected to our need to create. I notice in my life that I miss creating if I haven't given myself the space to be creative. Another thing that leads us to following our dreams is we want to be the best we can be. We want to grow and change and become. It's an innate part of being a human on this planet. We all have a desire to become better. Following our dreams makes us uncomfortable, and as we struggle to succeed, we become better. During my seven-year dry spell between my first and my second book, I took classes participated in critique groups, and did everything I could to make my books irresistible to editors. That work helped me become a better writer and move closer to my writing goals and dreams. So in addition to wanting to create and wanting to be the best we can be, I think we also just want to help other people. I believe another thing that is very natural for human beings is to want to help other people. We want to lift and motivate and inspire and change people's lives for the better. Following our dreams will inevitably lead to helping others. For me, interacting with published authors inspires me to continue in my quest to write the best books I'm capable of writing. When we are our best selves, we inspire others to be their best selves also. It's a lovely, chaotic domino effect. All three of these things, wanting to create, becoming our best selves, and helping others are what we are meant to do as human beings. And pursuing our dreams leads us to do all three of these things. You can't pursue your impossible dreams without creating, becoming, and helping others to create and become. It's a beautiful circle that never ends. So write down your 10 impossible dreams, memorize them, speak them to yourself in the mirror, no matter how uncomfortable it makes you feel, (laughs) and write a letter from your future self to your present self advising you on how to approach these impossible dreams. Expect miracles and the miracles will come. I know it. Until next time, keep smiling. If you like what you've heard, check out my Get Yourself Unstuck program. Go to kirstencall.com. That's K I R S T I N E C A L L.com. And schedule a free consultation today. Coaching for Creatives is produced by Kirsten Call. Music and audio engineering by James Call.